Hey, I'm Paul. And I'm Christian. Welcome to I'm Dying to Tell You, inspiration shared by our mom who is dying from ALS. There is no cure for our mom or anyone else with ALS. But right now, she's on a mission to find and share stories of inspiration. Coming to you from Cincinnati, Ohio, we're happy to introduce the one lady we've both loved since the first day we laid eyes on her. The queen of the queen city, our mom, your host, Lori. Hello, I'm Lori, your host of I'm Dying to Tell You. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to kind of a mini episode today. I think you'll enjoy it and I really hope it inspires you in some way. Okay, right off, let me set the stage for my little guest today. So back in June, MLB Major League Baseball hosted the very first Lou Gehrig Day in every stadium across the country, which is amazing on its own. The initiative to get the Lou Gehrig Day to happen every year in every ballpark was an idea of Brian Galantines, who passed away from ALS. And he had simply reached out to some other ALS warriors and together made it happen. I love that story so much because when started with the question, hey, why isn't there a Lou Gehrig Day? Why isn't this a thing? actually came to reality because so many people that cared pulled together and just made it happen. So, but anyway, with all that said, my guest today became a little famous from something that she did at our Cincinnati Reds first Lou Gehrig Day. After I saw her all over social media, I immediately fell in love with a sweet, sweet girl. And I thought it would be good to bring her on, let her know how much she's appreciated, and get a little insight from her on living with your dad that has ALS. I am so happy to introduce my new friend, 10-year-old Varen Rogers. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you. And thanks for agreeing to join me today. Of course. Yeah. Getting ready to start school? Yeah. Have you went back yet? Um, I'm going back to school on the 24th of August. Okay. Um, I haven't been in person for like a year or something. Oh, I'm going to fifth grade. Oh, wow. Fifth grade. Are you excited? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. It's kind of uh, weird being in school and not being with your friends every day, I would think. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, happy that you're taking time out of your summer schedule to chat with me. Of course. Yeah, I just thought it would be cool to hear from you. Let's start with your dad. Okay. Tell me about your dad. 
What do you love about your dad? Well, I love that my dad is my dad is super strong and inspirational, and I love that about him. Mm-hmm. And he's also willing to talk about his disease, which I feel like not a whole lot of people would feel comfortable with doing. Yeah. And he's always super open about pretty much everything. Yeah. And that is amazing. Men usually aren't like that. You know, they want to, they don't want people to see them struggle. And so I think that's really awesome about your dad as well. I know that you have referred to your dad as a hero. And I would imagine you have a billion reasons why your dad is your hero. Why don't you tell me some of them? Well, again, he's just so strong and inspirational. And that's why he's my hero, pretty much. Yeah. And as you go through life, you're going to be able to know that. And you will have seen that as well. You know, when you have a problem with anything, I think you'll be able to handle it and you'll have the courage that your dad has. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, let's back up and talk about, do you have a new puppy? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me about your puppy. He is around 15 weeks old. He's a golden doodle, well, a mini golden doodle. Oh, his name is Gapper. I know Cincinnati Reds. Ah, oh, I love it. Gapper after the Reds mascot. That's good. And he actually kind of looks like Gapper because he has red at first. So, yeah. Yeah, I saw a picture of him. I was like, oh, he's so cute. Was that a surprise? Mm hmm. Yeah. Was it for your birthday? Um, yeah. Oh, nice. If your dad was. A real life superhero, and you could give him any superpower that you wanted. What would it be? If I could give my dad any superpower, it would be healing powers. So then he could um, cure diseases like his. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to pray that one day he wakes up with that superpower. So. Yeah. I know that ALS is hard and it continues to be hard because, you know, as the body weakens and your dad has trouble doing things, it makes it really difficult. I know that you help your dad. What are some of of the things that you do to help him every day? Um, I give him water in his feeding tube a lot. I also... Um, when he itches, I help scratch him and I help get his chairlift ready so that he can still go downstairs into the basement. Mm. And I help tell people what he's saying who can't understand him. That's one of the hardest things about ALS is losing your ability to talk and, you know, making it hard to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet by now there's some things that he does, some looks that maybe he gives you that he doesn't have to say anything and you know what he's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I know you would never get in trouble, but (laughs) maybe there's a look that he would give you. Well, if I ask him a question that he thinks is funny, he'll just start grinning. That's good. Is your dad funny? 
Yeah. Yeah. Or at least he thinks he is. Oh. Oh, okay. So I know your dad uh, was super athletic and loves sports and a hockey player. And we're a hockey family. My son's played hockey and we love Miami hockey. Has your dad taught you to play hockey? Yeah. My dad actually played at Miami University. I know. I think that's great. Do you like it? Um, it's okay, I guess. It's okay. <laughs> I don't play it anymore, but I used to. Oh, okay. What are some of the things that your dad has taught you? He has taught me, well, he always says, make good financial decisions. <laughs> and whenever I go to buy something, he's like, is this a good financial decision? <laughs> and he's been doing that ever since I was three. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. He's also taught me to push through the hard times and never quit. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, two very important life lessons for sure. And yeah. uh, especially in the latter, like I said, as you get older, you will have challenges, whatever they are. And if you have that will, you know, if you have that inside you, not to give up and not to back down when things are hard. You can do anything. You can be whatever you are. You can do anything you want and you know nothing can stop you. So I love that. I love that you already know that at 10 years old. That's a pretty amazing gift that your dad has given you. Yeah. So you became a little famous after the Cincinnati Reds very first Lou Gehrig Day at the ballpark. Tell me about that. So it all started when I was asked to be honorary captain of the game, which means that I go up and I'm on the jumbotron and I hold up the lineup card. Mm. And um, so I did that and it was really, really fun. I loved it. And then at the end of the game, my mom said, hurry, let's go to the Reds dugout and see if we can get it signed. So we ran over there and we got it signed by Nick Castellanos, who is my dad's favorite player. And then, as if that wasn't enough, I got Joey Votto's hat that he had played wearing. Oh, my gosh. So that was awesome. Uh, Yeah. There's a lot of people that have been waiting in that ballpark (laughs) for a ball, for anything, for an autograph for years and years. And here you are at 10 and you get both of those on the same night. That's yeah. so exciting. Tell me about the sign that you made. So the sign that I made was pretty much to let people know kind of what ALS was. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw the cameraman sitting right next to us. And so I decided to stand in front of the camera so that my message would spread wider. Mm-hmm. And I... Did not expect to actually, like, get on TV or something. Yeah. And then my mom started getting text messages like, I just saw your daughter on TV. Oh. And I'm like, what? I was on TV? Oh. <laughs> crazy. Oh. So you had, like, one of those little memo boards that you put the plastic letters in and you spell out your own message. Yeah. Tell me what the message was and how you even thought to do that. Well, for my birthday, I got that message board. And 
it arrived the morning of the game, mm-hmm. and I decided, why not make a sign for Lou Gehrig Day, and I'll take it to the ballpark. And so I decided to write on the sign, my dad has ALS, he is my hero. Love you, dad. Mm-hmm. And everything just kind of unfolded from there. It was yeah, absolutely crazy. Yeah, and you had no idea all that was going to happen later. You just... yeah. You just thought, oh, this would be really cool to get this message out there. Mm-hmm. Like a little tribute to your dad on a special game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Following your heart and look what happened. I can't thank you enough. And I know everyone in our ALS community thanks you for taking the time and having the heart to do that. Because look at all the awareness that that created for me and my family and everyone else living with ALS. It really got the attention of so many people who might not even know what ALS is about. So I think it's amazing. Thank you. So what do you think about how kids can make a difference and how powerful kids can be, even though you're small? Well, sometimes adults underestimate kids, but we are stronger than they think, and we can do more than adults think that we can. And sometimes a kid's message can go further than someone like my mom's or my dad's, because they think, whoa, this kid is talking about this. Right. Like, crazy. Definitely true. I think a lot of kids have more courage than some adults. Sometimes adults are worrying about what will people think or how will I look doing this? But kids just think from the heart and that's pretty powerful. Thanks. Yeah. So what would you say if there was another 10-year-old who just had a family member, maybe their mom or dad, that found out that they either had ALS or that they were sick? Do you have any advice? I would tell them to help their family member all that they can and to make the best out of it. Make the best out of it by spending time with them. and Yeah. That's good advice. I like that. Thanks. I know that you have already been to Paris. I've never been there. Tell me about your trip. Did you love it? I did love it Uh uh-huh so ever since I was little I've been obsessed with Paris and the Eiffel Tower and all that stuff and so my dad said when you get into a good college I will take you to Paris well when he found out that he was diagnosed with ALS he decided I'll just take her now when she's eight instead of 18. Mm. so they surprised me with a trip to Paris and at the airport My dad actually decided to try and trick me and make me think that we were going to Disney World. He took me to the Orlando, Florida gate. And then this isn't where we're going. And then he took me to the Paris gate. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's something you'll never forget. Yeah. What was your favorite part of Paris? Well, probably the Eiffel Tower. Mm. It was awesome. Is that something that you go up in or? Um, yeah, we went up there. And the crazy thing is you have to pay for the elevator. Oh. And I don't understand who would want to walk up like 
10 flights of stairs or more. Right. So my dad paid to get us the elevator. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was this really cool cafe up there and it had like grass in it and you could get um, macarons and it was really cool. Nice. You have a lot of pictures that you took while you were there. A ton. Yeah. I actually have been sitting at my desk right here of us in front of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, I love that so much. What do you do to help your dad if he's having a bad day? What do you do to make him smile? Well, he loves it when I rub his head, snuggle with him, Hmm. and he loves it when I'm kind and selfless. And he also really likes to watch me play sports. Yeah. What are you playing right now? I play volleyball. Okay. I've only gone to one camp, but my mom is going to sign me up for private lessons soon. Oh, fun. Mm -hmm. I never played volleyball, and that looks like a lot of fun. How else do you like to spend your time? Um, Well, my dad and I will watch movies together. Mm -hmm. He likes to watch me and my cousins play baseball in the front yard sometimes. Yeah. He loves to watch me and my cousins do pretty much anything. Yeah. (laughs) You're such a sweet young lady. Thank you. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be an interior designer. Okay. Kind of seeing the Paris connection. (laughs) Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you help your mom decorate around the house, rearrange rooms? <laughs> um, yeah, I organize a lot of her stuff. I think after my dad. Oh, you do? Uh, okay. Well, I need you over here because I have <laughs> a lot of unorganized. <laughs> I have a lot of unorganized stuff. So why do you feel like, you know, you mentioned that you thought it was really cool that your dad was brave to talk about his disease. Why do you think it's important for people to speak up, to be vulnerable, to show what ALS really looks like? Why do you think that's important? I think that that is important because if people don't show that vulnerability, then people won't know what ALS is Mm -hmm. or how it's affecting people. Because if you don't know someone that has it, you don't really no yeah it's such a cruel tough disease that it's almost hard to imagine yeah yeah Varen, what are you dying to tell us i'm dying to tell you to help when you can and stay positive oh help when you can and stay positive i love it thank you you are so smart thanks do you get that from your mom or your dad? Um, both. Good answer. <laughs> what else? Hmm. You've been so good. I'm not sure that there's anything else that I've really been famous for. Like, you don't have to be famous. Just anything that's in your heart that you want to talk about or anything about ALS and how it affects the whole family. It's not just your dad. It's your mom. It's you. Um, so since my dad can't get out of the house too much, Mm -hmm. um, my mom can't get out of the house too much. Mm. So my Nana takes me most places and, but my dad's friend, Mike comes down from Columbus a lot to stay with him. And sometimes my mom and I will get a chance to go out when he's here, 
like I just had my birthday party two days ago and um, Mike was here so that my mom could come with me. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Caregiving is also very hard. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard. I mean, it, it is emotionally and physically hard. And I think it's important to take a break and for you to take a break and your mom. And I just know that your dad, wow, he just probably feels so blessed to have you both. And his friend, Mike, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Brothers down a lot. Yeah. You really find out how important it is to have friends that you can count on in family. And yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I hope we can stay in touch. I just want to say thank you for following your heart and helping us create awareness. Awareness equals supporters and advocates and ultimately cures for ALS. So it's really, really important. Just thank you so much, hon. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too. Okay. Bye. Bye, hon. Thanks again, Varen. And also thank you to Varen's parents, Stacy and Justin Rogers. What a sweet, kind young lady you are both raising. Just thank you for sharing her with us. Okay, to my listeners, I will be putting the following links in my show notes. I'll put a link to a news clip about Varen at the Reds game, a link to her dad, Justin's website, a link that you can go to to learn more about the annual Lou Gehrig Day at all MLV ballparks. And then I'm going to drop a link in there in case you are in Cincinnati Reds territory and you have ALS and you want to get connected to support groups, a free loan closet for equipment or anything else. I'll put the link to where you can get connected as well. And you can find the show notes on Facebook and the website, both at I'm Dying to Tell You podcast. If you want to stay updated on social media, you can find me everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all at I'm Dying to Tell You podcast. Okay, until next time, know you are loved and not alone. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to our mom. Make sure to visit her website at imdyingtotellyoupodcast.com where you'll find photos and show notes about this episode. If you liked the show, please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Thank you.